0: All righty. Uh, she has been a staple uh, in the lead. She's won a million elections. You can't unseat her. And uh, you know what? For her uh, incredible efforts, uh, you get a reward, and why not? Uh, no better person to be a minority leader on that legislature uh, within the uh, confines of Nassau County than DeRiggy De- De- Witten. Nice enough to give us a couple. Uh here on early Thursday. First off I want to say congratulations on uh that reelection. You had a lot of things going on, my dear.
1: Yes, Jay, and thank you so much for having me. It's always good to speak with you. And um I am I'm very Great
0: having and, you here.
1: And uh, I'm um, I'm very excited to be moving forward in this position. So um I just wanted to mention good I stuff. Um, um had had I, How does
0: something? We got a little bit of a delay, so part of me. But how Uh, how does something like that deal? You give us give us kind of a behind the scenes. You know how do how do you become the minority leader? Is it is it a vote? Do you get the word from somebody? How does that happen? It was, um,
1: first of all, it was a very big surprise to me that um, Kavan Abrahams decided not to run. Um, I served with him for 12 years, and he's a real, he's a real, he's the real thing. He's such a professional. He cares about everybody. He can't get um, rattled, and I've seen him, we've been through a lot together, and I really enjoyed working besides him. Um, I Next to him, I had the most seniority, so for the last, um, I don't know six years at least I've sat next to him and you know I've assisted with different things with the meetings and um, gradually I just sort of fell into that role so when he decided not to run um, my caucus did have a meeting and again I was just I was very honored and I will always um, I work with great people and I'll I'll always be appreciative of their trust in me and we had a vote and uh, it was very sweet and i I did win. There was only one candidate, so those are the kind of elections I like. And um, so it, that's how it works. And then on that um, nice thing, on it's a very emotional time for me, but on January 5th, when I get sworn in, um, my dad, who's 87 years old and a former judge in criminal court and Mayor Glencove is going to actually swear me in. So that's when it's official, so... It's kind of a hallmark moment for me, and I'm,
0: I'm very lucky to have that. So, so it's a nice moment. And that's right. I was reading about your father, Donald, there. Great history as a judge, part of Glen Cove as well. Let's get into a couple of things. Um, you got a lot going on uh, for 2024, obviously. Uh, you're going to be involved with a lot of stuff. you got a casino to look out there, possibly at the Coliseum. I was reading the other day with a county executive. Uh, wants to use uh, like ten million dollars from from COVID funds. I think it was COVID mm-hmm. funds, right? Uh, but he wants to use it yes. for uh, you know other means, other purposes, events, and everything else. I had a bit of an issue with that myself. Uh, mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Why don't you not put it to really good use? Uh, something uh, regarding maybe uh, mental health care. Something really put that money mm-hmm. to good use. There. I had a little bit of an issue with Bruce Blakeman as far as how he wants to utilize that. Did you?
1: A hundred percent. I voted against it, as did my colleagues. Um, so just, like, taking a step back, I'm glad going into 2024, you know, we, we're still one seat away from um, having the Republicans have the super majority in Nassau County. And that's when you have enough votes that you don't have to go to the other side for anything, including borrowing money. So I'm very grateful that um, we held on to the seven seats, and uh, that was a big thing. So we still have a voice when it comes to borrowing, and you're absolutely correct. Um, Mr. Blakeman decided to put $10 million out of the ARPA funding. The ARPA is money that was designated to help us recover from the COVID pandemic. And um, there are still so many small businesses and, and non profits that could really use this money. Not to mention, you know, I know Oyster Bay did it as well as uh, North Hempstead. We could even give the money as a tax refund if we if we, if that was a priority of this administration. Unfortunately, it's not. The budget for parks has gone up so much and it's, it's really, okay, I love entertainment. I love the music. I love to have people come and visit Nassau County, but you wouldn't believe the amount of increase. And unfortunately, the thing that I liked about Laura Kern when she was in office is she took her name off of everything. And I really respected that. Now, um, when you see the advertisements, it's mainly Bruce Blakeman, you know, with his name on every stage, every sign. One band wouldn't perform in Eisenhower Park because they didn't feel comfortable performing in front of this huge banner that said Bruce Blakeman. And they wouldn't take it down, so we had to have them move to landmark in Port Washington. So, in other words, tourism is as does, does fit under the um, the criteria for COVID money, and there has been money spent already in that, you know, prior when, like, when first came in, and to put another ten million dollars, and they, they actually listed like they want to have a gala, and okay, that's nice, it's great, but. I can't believe that we're spending money like this on on things like that. And they're going to be basically him promoting his gala. And, (laughs) you know, I'm sorry. (laughs)
0: No, And listen. I, that, it hit me like that, also, right off the bat. You know, I mean, I, I can't understand why everybody has to have their name on things. It's like ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah. No. Uh, the only the only person I think who deserves that is what's happening at uh, at the at the MacArthur Airport and the transformation from the great supervisor here and Angie Carpenter. And I and I said that to her, and you know, she, she kind of gave me a funny look. But you know, listen, she is who she is. But with Bruce Blankman, you know, t- to me at least to me, you know, he's been a, he's been a, a decent County executive. Has he been lights out? No. Um, but quite frankly, I, I just don't know why the name recognition has to be on everything you see as far as Nazar County is concerned. Nobody cares. You know, all I ask people is to do your job. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you were hired to do. That's why you ran for the office. You don't need the accolades every five seconds by seeing your name out there. You know, just go about and do your business.
1: I totally, I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, people ask me all the time. They're like, well, is he doing this because he's running for higher office, which I've also been a rumor. You know, anytime he gets his name out there, it's basically free campaigning. And, um, again, you know, there there are so many people struggling. I mean, I, I do a lot of work with the Toys for Tots, and there's such a need this year. And also, you know, with the food banks, I'm actually going to something today. I mean, these are people that are working that that need, you know, help. And um, the small businesses have yet to really bounce back. So I don't know. I it's priorities, you know. And <laughs> I understand his personality a little bit. He um, he's into show, he's into excitement and all this stuff. But okay, that's great. But there are some real life quality issues out there that I think have to be addressed um, before and. Okay. You know, I, I honestly don't think he's really um, he's really in touch with that. So um, it's it's an it's just a different style. And you know, I've always said I kind of fell into politics, and I really, as the article said, I, I if I was a teenager, if I could go back and tell myself what happened, I I wouldn't believe it because I really kind of swore off politics as a kid. But Either you go in because you want to try to do the right thing, or you go mm. in because of an ego issue sometimes. And you know, I think unfortunately, those that kind of go in because of the showy, egotistical route—and I'm, you know, I'm not saying exactly that—that's his only reason. I'm sure he has other reasons. But the people that go in for that reason seem to um, not do well. And at the end of the day, you know, they're not as. Um, Respected, I think. I think it's really good to be aware of the situation of the of the people that you represent, and
0: no, again, que- people
1: are still very much struggling. Yep,
0: no, I agree. No question. Do and she uh, will be the new and she's sworn in the new minority leader uh, of the national legislature. Um, the Sands, It's a- it's been a back and forth <laughs> and everything else. I guess you know. Listen, uh, environmental review. Uh, that was I guess uh, put in play here uh, I, I would think this will be a go ahead as far as the project overall uh, when we fast forward this whole thing um, do you see any obstacles uh, more so than the pushback and everything else making sure all the, the ducks are in row here do you see anything else that could uh, somehow uh, stall this entire deal
1: well, I have been warned by my attorneys not to talk about it because I'm actually named in a lawsuit, even though I voted against it. Um, but I can talk about the fact that the planning commission um, is the is the group that, that the legislature depends on and relies on for their recommendation. And um, and I'm not just talking about the fans; I'm talking about any huge project that they sign off on. And. Um, if you look at some of the people that are on the planning commission, a lot of them are um, maybe politically connected. Let's say, and I just hope that they really take their role seriously. Um, you know how the, the legislature can't um, ask for either a, an improved secret or, which is like an environmental study or a traffic study. We don't have that power, but the planning board does. And again, I just couldn't fathom how a project like this that's expecting 20,000 plus people a day on roads that are already quite congested, like Hempstead Turnpike, like how do we not, how, how is that not a requirement of the planning you know, board? So um, the other thing is Mr. Blakeman announced their decision the day before they met saying it was passed. So I hope if nothing else um, that going forward, the planning commission realizes they're there for a, not only a job but like an extremely important job that our constituents are so dependent on because you put you give them a 99 year lease for something and we don't really know what we don't even have a real plan um as to what they're anticipating building That's, i can't even i'm really still can't believe how that can happen it's, it's this is this is such a valuable piece of property it's in the middle of our county it's, it's, You know, it's something that really should have been scrutinized um, prior to the planning board passing it down to us. Because then again, once we know it passed them, we feel that those boxes have been checked, that everything was was, was reviewed. And honestly, it's kind of at least indicating to a certain degree that it wasn't. So, mm. um, again, regardless of what it is, casino or ball field or whatever it is that you're building, we really depend on this.
0: On this agency, and they, they have to take their job seriously. And I think hopefully that's what this this is. No a, question, Delia, during uh, you with us. Um, nifa has been around a long time. The NASA Interim Finance Authority, uh, way back, put in play uh, from a former governor and everything else, uh, and that to kind of move things along and oversee and everything else. Do you think NIFA is still needed in, in even in today's day and age?
1: Um, I think we're getting very close I think our financial situation is, is getting much better but I can I am gonna do something so we had a budget hearing and we do have a very good standing right now with our finances partially because we refinanced our debt um, when Laura Kern was county executive and that really helped and honestly Mr. Blakeman is, is benefiting from that move the other thing that's really upsetting me, Jane. you know, I always go back to the, the the certain issues, but it was actually said on the record that the opioid funding settlement, which is $70 million, yeah. and we're getting another $30 million, is still sitting in an account, except for $2 million that was given to the um, Nassau Community Medical Center. It was actually said on the record that this um, money is being used to increase our reserve funds, which is helping with the Moody's rating. And the interest that the county is getting on the $70 million is actually in the budget in operational. That's money that was given to the county because of the opioid crisis that we're in. That was supposed to be going out to people that could really help, you know, our kids and other people that are, you know, our veterans all these people that are struggling with this opioid addiction that mm-hmm. has taken more lives than I can imagine. And not only is it not being distributed, but it was actually put into our budget to basically boost the Moody's rating and help with our operational costs for other things. So I, um, that's another goal I have. I'm going to bring that up as often as I can because I get calls from people whose kids are ready to go in for treatment and there aren't any beds available.
0: That's again, terrible. With NASA,
1: NASA Medical Center being so in such bad shape, it would be so easy for you to take $10 million out of the $70 million and put it in the hospital and make it like a real excellent um, rehab center for opioid use, which is really what the settlement told us to do. And um, we could not only get good treatment, but we could also extend the treatment past the um, what the insurance pays for, which is only 28 days. It's really proven that you need like a good three months of treatment before, believe it or not, the receptors in your brain return to normal so you don't create the opioids. So, I mean, we have such an opportunity to save so many people with this money, and it's so urgent. And, again, I get more calls. I, I am dealing with families who have lost their grandchildren, 19 years old, who had fentanyl put in a something else. It was a Percocet. I mean, the fentanyl has changed the game. They're innocent kids. These are not even just... You know um people that have been long time you know abusers these are these are some of them are, are just really kids that are stressed out and looking for some kind of minor relief anyway they're getting hit with fentanyl and um they're dying and um you know it ruins the whole family you know you know not only well, that life but it ruins the whole family
0: you know it, it goes back to how we started the conversation, right? With the American Rescue Fund and the ten million, uh, instead of putting it to good use, like what you have just stated, uh, it's going into other areas. And uh, quite frankly, I got, I got an issue with that. I kind of agree with you. Uh, you know, it, it's about where you place these dollars of importance right now, where people actually need the help. You're right. I agree. Yeah,
1: and you know, it's it's priorities, and um, you know, and again, but not only that, but that's really what the money is intended for.
0: Yeah. it's
1: intended help the people not promote and again we have a huge budget already for entertainment and everything so it's not like we're not I'm all for tourism believe me but but the parks department the budget has like tripled so or somewhere around that I don't have the numbers in front of me but anyway we are spending money on tourism I can guarantee you that but it's really the people that um you know these are real if we can if we can help someone a young person especially get off of get the right treatment and get off of opioids or I mean, think of the long-term saving. That's what I always tell people. I'm like, you have someone who is in and out of rehab for the rest of their lives. It costs so much money, not to mention, you know, issues with crime and everything else. So it's really an investment that that benefits the whole society, not just those that are struggling with an addiction.
0: Yep, no doubt about it. i got one more for you before we have to let you go, and that is... The Belmont Stakes is uh, is uh, heading upstate to Saratoga. Now I understand you need renovations and everything else. It's such a huge event uh, in your neck of the woods. Uh, I was just wondering. I mean, was was everything exhausted, idea wise, in order to maintain this uh, this third leg of the Triple Crown, which is, you know, it's 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 yeah. such a staple in June, and uh, it's just such a darn uh-huh. shame that uh that 2024 will not see it was there any way to possibly overcome that or no
1: i you know sometimes i look at again how um like even the Colosseum we put so much so much money was put into that to rehab it and then look it's probably gonna get i don't know for sure but it's probably gonna get knocked down and um i i just that whole long-term plan, I, I would have liked to have seen us. Absolutely. Talk about tourism. That would have really been a good a good um, thing to preserve. I I haven't been there myself to see the conditions, but again, that's something I think that we should have. You're absolutely right. We should have made more of an effort, in my opinion, just to just improve the facilities because that has been part of our history. I don't even know exactly how long, but it, it is a huge it's a, it's a fun thing that people enjoy and bring and it brings them to our area. So that is uh, it's a real it's a real economic investment and how these decisions are made. Sometimes like nothing came before the legislature or anything. We had no say with that. But I I agree with you that it, I think that some steps could have possibly been made to at least make it
0: yeah you know seem more endearing. no question <laughs> so. no question hey uh always great chatting with you uh you, you you're so deserving of the uh of the uh of the role now as uh as the upcoming minority leader uh and uh, we we look forward to many conversations with you as far as the upcoming minority well, thank
1: you Jay. thank you for everything you cover i really you really take the time to research everything, and that's really great and um I'm always available
0: anytime. Yeah, uh, it takes yeah, a lot of time to research. I usually I, I get two hours sleep because of all the uh, <laughs> all the research. I because it. My my head's on a swivel. <laughs> got to cover but a lot of stuff. You don't
1: sound that way. I know. You sound very calm and awake.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no okay. Well, that's what three day. cups of coffee will do for you. Um, <laughs> always great having you. Great holiday. Great New Year. We'll chat. We'll chat in the upcoming many a time. Wonderful.
1: Looking forward to your day. Take care. You-
0: you got it. That's the uh, legislator, uh, Delia DeRiggy wittman who's minority leader of the Nassau County.